Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of the Go 24-7 podcast. Back home from Nashville, Glenn West, Price Coon. We survived the drive. Uh, Glenn, it was looking a little, uh, I guess I'm going to say this word. I don't know how many times we're going to use this word in a podcast, peckish. Uh, there for a little bit because the weather outside of Nashville was awful. We hit the Alabama state line and it was quite nice, but hey, we're back and we're rocking and rolling just in time for a big recruiting weekend. We're going to have great coverage of that all week and weekend long. It's a good reason to stay tuned to the channel. Make sure you subscribe, like, and set up those notifications. Glenn, big commitment came in this past weekend, kind of took all of us a little bit by surprise. I think it took everyone who covered LSU the timing of it, not necessarily that it happened, but the timing, Tylen Singleton commits to LSU. It's another big in-state pickup. A kid from obviously Baton, uh, from Manny as well, uh, that comes to Baton Rouge and uh, gets to kind of play into the idea of playing at home. He talked about that with obviously Sonny Ship. It's a great VIP article folks should check out. But Glenn, your reactions to this pickup and why it's a big one for this 2024 class. Yeah, I mean, look, you get another top 10 player in the state of Louisiana. Uh, he's currently the number 10 linebacker in the composite rankings uh, for 24-7 sports, number 140 player overall. Uh, so you're getting a pretty high high four-star pl- prospect here, a guy who I think can probably fill a couple different roles for you if you're LSU um, in, in this class, depending on what your needs are. Um, I think, you know, he, he certainly fits the mold of a, of a linebacker and some, somebody who can play close to the line of scrimmage. Um, but I think he can also probably play a little bit of safety, maybe at that nickel uh, position. Um, you know, once he gets on campus, he's about, I want to say six foot, like 205, mm-hmm. 210. He's, he's, he's really, you know, a, a great physical uh, athlete um, and, and somebody who I think could be pretty diverse for Matt House and uh, for this offense or for this defense on the field. Um, but what really kind of, I think, stood out to me with this whole pickup was LSU had not really recruited that area of Louisiana uh, in the hmm. last class. You know, they had Tackett Curtis, who was a big time linebacker, who ended up signing with USC last year. Um, so to go back into that area, not kind of give up on it and, and, and you know, locate Singleton, you know, get in on him early. Uh, I know that Matt House played a huge role in all this. Sherman Wilson, Frank Wilson, Joe Sloan, all those guys played a hand in, in getting uh in getting Singleton on board. And uh, I think it's just a, another really great addition here in state. Another guy that you know I think LSU can build around locally. Um, and, and look, I think probably the the other part of this that kind of ties into it is that LSU, you mentioned, it, has recruited the state extremely, extremely well in this recruiting cycle. You've got 
eight of the top 10 uh, players in the state committed to LSU. The only other two uh, that, that aren't committed are not committed anywhere right now. So they're, mm. they're, they're still in on LSU too. So, um, you know, I think that that, you know, kind of the, the mold of what LSU has been when they've been at their best has been building through Louisiana players and getting the right Louisiana talent on board. Uh, you go back to you know, 17, 18, 19, when a lot of that core uh, was together, uh, you know, the Justin Jeffersons, the Jamar Chases of the world, uh, Derek Stingley Jr. Uh, early in his career, LSU was recruiting six, seven, or eight uh, of those top 10 Louisiana players year in and year out. And it had kind of gotten away from that a little bit uh, over the last couple of years and just in the, the coaching transition and just kind of having some up and down uh, seasons. So the fact that they're getting back on that track and, and really putting a uh, a lot of effort and, and, and consistency into recruiting the, the uh, Louisiana players, uh, I think is resonating and you're seeing it here. I think getting Singleton on board here before that Bayou splash event, which we'll get into a little bit later, um, just talk, just, just having another voice there to help with some of those uncommitted players that you're still going to be going after uh, during this recruiting cycle. Um, it's just another really, really great addition. And I think uh, it's something that's going to help LSU here in the long run. Yeah, going back to Singleton, when you watch this kid's film, you see why what you mentioned. This is a guy that can play a lot of different spots, and he can be a hybrid guy. And, Glenn, I thought it was interesting as I was kind of looking at this class. I mean, you have Singleton. Uh, we've got him sitting six one two eight, so he's in that range, kind of that six six foot six foot one two hundred five to two hundred ten range. You obviously know this kid's going to put on more weight when he gets down to campus and gets into kind of the nutrition and the weight program. But you got him. You got uh, McBride, the safety out of Denham Springs, who's similar build six two two hundred. Uh, you've still got a guy like Joel Rogers, six foot one eighty. But you've got a lot of guys in this class, and that's just three. And I'm going to kind of look here just to make sure. Xavier Atkins, another one, six foot two fifteen. It's not your big bulky linebackers that you and I grew up on. You know the guys that are the big thumpers. It's a lot of sideline to sideline speed to kind of counter. You're seeing that trend in this class. But I think what's exciting, and we can talk about this, is Matt House is kind of identifying here guys that are interchangeable, uh, guys that you can put in different spots and the versatility in that linebacker to safety role. How do you see that playing out on this roster uh, with you know four or five guys in this class that really could play safety, linebacker, or kind of that hybrid role? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a big emphasis here. I think that they're trying to find – uh, athletes more so than anything, and they're going to plug those athletes into what spots they feel uh, they fit best in once they get on campus. I think Deshaun McBride uh, is another example of that. He's about six foot two, two hundred pounds. Uh, currently, like your your number one recruit right now in this class, he's just shot up uh, a bunch of boards yeah. uh, over the last several months because of uh, you know the the the. The, the, the frame that he's starting to build here going into his senior season. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really important. Um, Collage Cobbins is another example of that, a guy who could probably play a little bit of edge, maybe drop back in coverage a little bit for you as well. Um, you know, I, I think that they're, they're, they're identifying some of these guys that can play uh, potentially multiple roles for, for you. Um, you know, I, I like that kind of strategy of being able to just get the athlete on campus first, develop them and see what kind of, uh, you know, what kind of, you know, player they turn into, what kind of position best suits them. Um, I, I just think it's a really good uh, way for LSU to kind of uh, just, just take, take what is given to them and, and, and kind of recruit the state well, 
do do what's uh, right for the state um, in, in in this recruiting class. And you know, you've got 19 commits right now. I would imagine that they um, certainly keep the pedal to the metal here on a lot of you know high five four mm-hmm. five star players, four star players. I think the end of this class is really going to be defined by how they close on some of those national prospects and certainly on the two Louisiana guys, Wardell Mack, Dominic McKinley, you want those two as a part of this class as well. And yeah, this week is going to be a really uh, important step, I think in that. Um, and, and we can dive into that a little bit later, but just getting back to like the, the, the kind of athlete that LSU is recruiting here. It's, it's deliberate. And, you know, I think the, the fact, you know, they, they kind of have these linebacker safety hybrid kind of, roles or kind of evaluations right now um, is, is only going to make it easier for LSU because I think that you can plug uh, these guys in once you get them on campus, once you beef them up a little bit and develop them and just see what position best fits them. Yeah, it, it's a situation. And, and Glenn, I just wanted to give you the full screen there for a second. That was the reason I, I ducked out. No, I'm just kidding. We had some technical difficulties. That's okay, though. But you mentioned, obviously, the ability to kind of interchangeably use these guys. I think it's valuable skill to have, especially when you get into the SEC play. You add two teams in Texas and Oklahoma that uh, have you know good uh, – Texas has a good offensive mind and Steve Sarkeesian, guys that are going to want to spread it out. They're going to use speed. And it gives you a chance to not lock yourself in, in my opinion, to a defensive scheme or players that are going to fit in a scheme that may not fit the best scheme for that week. Like if you're playing a team that loves to get rid of the football, loves to throw it down the field, one thing, one team I'm thinking of is like a team like Ole Miss. It's got a lot of speed. It's going to really try to stretch the field. Guys like this is what you're going to want to recruit. If you're playing a team a little more physical, a Georgia and Alabama, you know, a team like that, you're going to have to beef up some guys. So I think they're recruiting really well. And it brings me to the question here. You talked about in-state, eight of the top ten. You know, we're going to see where these other guys, Wardell Mack, Dominic McKinley uh, is a guy that's been linked, obviously, to LSU a lot. But the importance of locking down this state, is it more of a situation, and you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, is it more of a situation of LSU got away from it and they're trying to reestablish that before really ramping up maybe out-of-state stuff, you know, going forward? I know they hit on some out-of-state stuff last year. Or is this more just a case of, hey, there's some really good talent here and we're going to lock up these guys and then maybe pick and choose, be a little more picky out-of-state? What's your what's your take on that? Yeah, I think probably the the thing that's been different maybe about this class is that so many of those players in-state have kind of had a meteoric rise, you know, kind of late mm-hmm. into the process here. I mean, you look at McBride was a guy that was – not really on the radar of a lot of schools. LSU found him, and now he's a top 100 player. Um, you know, certainly Jawan Johnson's a guy who's kind of uh, steadily risen up the rankings as well. Uh, Kylan Billiot is a receiver that LSU got just last month um, after bringing him in for a workout. And man, I don't know how. I mean, maybe he just really bloomed late, but uh, there, there were. I, I watched that workout. We were at those camps and. He he definitely stood out like a sore thumb. I mean, he is an electric athlete, six foot three, uh, nearly two hundred pounds. Has really, uh, you know, done a nice job of kind of building out his frame as well. He's a top one hundred player now on twenty four seven sports. So, like, I mean, they 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 found a lot of I think diamonds in the rough here recently, mm-hmm. uh, which is why they've recruited so well in state. Um, 
But I, I do think that you're going to have to land the big fish to, to really feel good about this class. McKinley and Mac, uh, certainly you want to, f- to round that out. Um, I, I don't know if this has ever happened. I think you'd probably have to go back to the very beginning of the recruiting services to do the research on that. But I don't believe LSU's ever landed the top 10 players out of Louisiana. Usually there's, wow. um, you know, usually there's, you know, an Alabama or a, uh, you know, a Texas or a Texas A&M or Ole Miss or somebody that comes in and grabs one of those players just because usually there's uh, a redundancy at the position and LSU's maybe taking another player that's also in the top 10 that plays the same position. So I think it's just kind of worked out really well for LSU that, you know, a lot of these guys can play, like we said, they can be a little bit more diverse. They can play a little bit uh, of different roles and, and, and they're, they're, they're a little bit set up positionally to uh, really take on a lot of those players. And I think LSU is in a good position here to potentially land, you know, McKinley and Mac. I mean, Mac, you're going to have to do a little bit more work on. I think uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of buzz right now uh, that he could go out of state, but um, McKinley is certainly a guy they're going to keep on. Um, you know, he, 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 you know, both of those guys don't really, you know, offer up a whole ton in terms of just like updates on their recruitment and interviews and whatnot. So it's going to be a little bit tough. Um, but I think, you know, an event like this where you're able to get a lot of your commits, a lot of other uncommitted prospects, you know, in the same place at the same time, having fun, chopping it up with the coaching staff, um, with your with your family members, getting to know each other. Uh, it's just a really good atmosphere to kind of, you know, cut down some of those uh you know those 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 walls that are up you know on some of those mm-hmm. players that are doing a lot of thinking at this time of year uh and it's going to be a really good opportunity for LSU I think to land uh one if not both of those guys and if they do it it'd be a pretty historic uh, I believe moment for 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 LSU in the recruiting department okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, that'd be a cool research project. I mean, has that ever happened? And I'd love to see if that happened to any program. You know, top 10 to to be able to do that. Yeah, I went back to 17, you know, just kind of looking at it. And there was always, you know, one or two players, three players sometimes that went out of state. um, Or that LSU just didn't really offer or get in on, just just wanted to go in a different Mm -hmm. direction kind of thing. And uh, I think that just says a lot about this class and the the kind of person and talent that they think that uh, Louisiana is putting out. Uh, in this 2024 cycle, LSU's really been jumping on a lot of these guys, uh, making them priorities, and um, you know you're, you're seeing that kind of in the results right now as well. Yeah, and you mentioned it with a guy like Billy Ott as well. I mean, a guy that got on campus and they were able to see with their own eyes in a, in a workout. Another one, Michael Turner Jr., just a couple of weeks yeah. later that they were able to get. So it's guys that they're getting eyes on, and 
I think that's where you kind of have to default to trust that support staff. You you know, you have to trust the position coaches that are bringing in saying, hey, we need to offer this kid. And then obviously Kelly signing off on just that. But it leads me to this weekend. And we've we've teased it. We've talked about it. We're going to have a really in-depth podcast later on the week with Sonny Ship about this. But, Glenn, I wanted to get your thoughts on this as well because it is a big weekend. And there's no doubt about it. There's been kind of a mixed bag from the fan base on how they feel about this recruiting class. We've kind of painted – uh, I would say with the optimistic brush here, you know, what they've done inside the state. But there's some big names headed to campus. Obviously, a lot of commits, but on the uncommitted front, you have guys like Simmons, Wardell Mack that we talked about, Caden Durham is another one. Uh, Dominic McKinley is obviously another major priority. But when you look at some of these names, and you mentioned it with this weekend, how important is this weekend for LSU? And is it a make-or-break weekend? I mean, when you look at kind of what they're doing, I mean, Caden Durham's a guy that – you know, I wrote about this last week. They're looking at potentially three backs in that 2025 class, but they're really kind of all in on Caden Durham in this 2024 class. What does it look like from this point? And if they if they miss on this, I mean, where do they pivot in your opinion, or do they pivot anywhere? Is it just a portal addition and wait for 2025? Yeah, so there's there's a lot of questions in there. <laughs> I, I probably will want to start with just this weekend as a whole. I, I think that probably this, this event um, is – Bigger for some prospects than others. I think LSU, um, you know, really I think is going to, you know, lean heavily on you know, getting these guys in for games and maybe making a final push, you know, through a weekend game at home and in, in their stadium kind of thing. Um, I think that's certainly a case you could look at for a guy like Colin Simmons, who maybe isn't super super close to announcing. He's still kind of he put it, floated it out there last week that he's gotten a commitment date coming soon. But that commitment date could be at any time, I and mean, we don't really know when he's thinking or what uh, what that looks like. So, um, you know, I, I think that you know probably the biggest one is going to be Durham, just because mm-hmm. he's announced his commitment is going to be August 25th. It's going to be before you know the football season starts and all that stuff. And so, um, you know, you, you 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 get him on campus, you get you know his teammate Simmons on campus, and look, I think another great factor in all this is that Durham was on campus last month unofficially. Yeah. He paid to come here uh, on his own dime last month. And uh, now that he's coming back a month later, it's going to be one of his final visits. It looks like it's going to be uh, LSU and A&M, I believe are getting mm-hmm. visits here to kind of close out July. Um, so, you know, it's, it, I think it's going to come down to LSU uh, A&M and, and Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma just got the commitment from the number one running back in the country. We'll see how that maybe affects Durham's thinking. But LSU's going all in on him. I mean, I wrote about it too uh, late last week as well, or maybe it was over the weekend, just kind of in particular how unique of a case that is for him, uh, just because LSU's pouring all of its resources and efforts into yeah. him. I mean, like he is the guy that LSU is going after at that spot. And um, LSU, you know, Frank Wilson has a really great track record. You know, Sherman Wilson also is, is, is doing a great job recruiting Durham as well. Those two have really been kind of fueling those efforts. Um, they have great relationships with his family. Um, you know, he's been on campus multiple times in the last several months. He'll be on campus again, obviously later this week. Um, you know, we'll see what happens there, but I, I, I like LSU's spot. I mean, I think if you asked A&M reporters or if you asked Oklahoma reporters, they'd tell you that they like, where they're at with Durham. And I, th- mm-hmm. I believe the same thing about LSU. I think they've done a really good job of recruiting them. Um, and we'll see kind of what comes of these last couple of visits. And if the tide starts to change coming out of the weekend, um, you know, whether it's towards 
LSU or AM or Oklahoma, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get a much better kind of affirmation on that uh, after the weekend. But having, like I said, having all these guys in the same place at the same time, you can make your one last pitch to a guy like Durham who's going to be making his decision pretty soon. Uh, Blake Ivy's another guy who's going to be here, another high four star player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're, you're, you got Simmons obviously coming in as well. So there's, there's a good group of, of uncommitted prospects that I think LSU uh, wants to, you know, I mean, out of state uncommitted prospects. I mean, McKinley and Mack are also coming in as well. But you know, there's a good chunk of players here that I think LSU is going to have a chance to make a final pitch to. Got a chance to talk Colin Hurley uh, a little bit earlier this week as well. He, uh, you know, was was going through some summer school stuff and trying to get make sure that he's not only eligible for 2024, but that he can enroll early. So he's hard at work, but he's going to make the trip in uh, as well. And always, you know, having that quarterback of the class kind of leading the charge uh, is, is always a good thing for you as well. So, uh, yeah, I would say it's a pretty important weekend for, for LSU. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know that it's going to be a make or break for every uncommitted prospect that's here this weekend. I think LSU is going to be able to get some of most of those guys back on campus before they make their decision uh, mm-hmm. sometime during the season. So uh, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a biggie for sure. Yeah, you mentioned Hurley, a bunch of the guys, Michael Turner, Joe Rogers, Demiron Johnson, Joan Johnson, Tradez Green, McBride, Burrell, Bro, Cobbins, Billiot, and Foster, uh, and Kerry Lee as well. So a lot of guys, too, that bodes well that are saying, hey, we want to be on campus because we know it's a big weekend. We've seen the social media pushes as well for a lot of these guys, and you obviously kind of hope that it trends LSU's way with a lot of these names uh, being put out there. But, Glenn, I think it's going to be an exciting weekend, obviously, uh, to monitor, and the best way to do that is to head over to go 24-7, get that VIP subscription, get in on the message board conversations. Uh, Sonny ship with some great recruiting tips. Uh, Glenn and I, Glenn and I, the young bucks, learning from Sonny. We're, 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 uh, we're providing some great stuff as well. And obviously, continuing, Glenn, you just put up a great free piece this morning. Uh, staying kind of recruiting, but switching uh, sports, baseball-wise, keep an eye on that date uh, because maybe some names continue to drop for the LSU through the transfer portal as that massive roster shuffle. Glenn, we thought football roster construction was crazy. I think college baseball roster construction might be a little more crazy with a sense of all these deadlines and the different periods that you can see these names fall. But it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to kind of monitor as well. Hey, that's all we have time for today on the Go 24-7 Podcast. My name is Bryce Kuhn. That is Glenn West. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you subscribe and set up those notifications. And if you're listening on audio, Spotify, or Apple Podcast, or wherever you get this podcast, we appreciate you. We want to make sure you're tuned in for the next one. So make sure you like, follow, subscribe, and set up notifications so you know when we drop the latest content. We'll catch you next time here on the Go 24 CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.